sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Thursday, live right here on the morning after on Sports Grid. Sirius XM Channel 159, the home for Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM, all across the Sports Grid Network as well. I am Ben Stevens. We have arrived. It is finally game day for the 2022 NBA Finals. The opening game of the NBA Championship Series is tonight, back by the Bay in San Francisco. The Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics. The Dubs right now live on the FanDuel Sportsbook. A four-point favorite for game number one. The over understands at 2-12.5. Later in this opening hour of a Thursday on TMA, a full-blown preview and breakdown of every single angle you need to know for the opening game of the NBA Finals and the series overall that begins tonight. But we begin on this Thursday looking around the Major League Baseball diamond tons of day baseball yesterday and what are the storylines we've been following throughout the early portion of this season in MLB listen there's been about two months of this regular season now in the books has been the National League East the Mets have been amazing the Amazons living up to that billing but everybody else in the division has been struggling everybody else in the National League East, outside of New York, at least three games below 500 or worse, but getting a little bit better yesterday. That included the Atlanta Braves. Avoiding a sweep on the road in the desert against the Arizona Diamondbacks, shutting out the D-backs yesterday, winning 6 to nothing. And despite Atlanta's struggles to begin this year, they've still been booked as a favorite in a ton of games. 34 of their 51 overall booked as a favorite in every game of this three-game set against the Arizona Diamondbacks, including yesterday. In fact, six straight games booked as a favorite for Atlanta, eight of the last nine overall. So the Braves bounce back. They get a 6-0 shutout victory yesterday. Austin Riley adding on with a three-run blast late in that game to really separate the margin there for the Braves. But Atlanta right now just 24-27 and straight up this year. A total, by the way, yesterday out in the desert stays under 8.5. Arizona, the third highest under percentage at home throughout this Major League Baseball season. 72.4%. 21 of Arizona's 30 games in Chase Field in Phoenix have hit the under so far this year. Again, the third highest under percentage of any team playing at home in Major League Baseball to begin this regular season. So that's one of the teams that we expected to contend for a divisional crown within the National League East and maybe have even bigger sights in the NL and beyond. The reigning World Series champs and the Atlanta Braves. The other team that entered this year with rather high expectations, the Philadelphia Phillies. But boy, has it been a struggle for the Phils. Finally, something goes right for Philly yesterday they snap a five-game losing skid beating the San Francisco Giants by a final score of six to five at home booked as the run line favorite in every game of this series against San Fran they have not covered on the run line in six straight but they have gone over in eight of their last 10 games including a total of seven and a half or eight yesterday hitting it over again for Philadelphia San Francisco by the way from an overall trend perspective tied for the highest over percentage in all of the bigs 58.3 percent alongside the Atlanta Braves Philly tied for the third highest over percentage in Major League Baseball 57.1 percent of the games for Philadelphia hitting it over but 
with good optimism for Philadelphia, at least a one-game win, snapping a five-game losing skid, comes a bit of bad news. Bryce Harper scratched from the game yesterday on a Wednesday in Philly, and Gene Segura is out for 10 to 12 weeks for Philadelphia. So a win, ending a five-game losing skid, but some bad injury news for Philly as well. A welcome to our Sports Grid Radio audience here, the opening hour of the morning after. Live on a Thursday all across the grid in Sirius XM Channel 159. All of our terrestrial radio affiliates now in the mix as well. I am Ben Stevens. A big Thursday in the world of sports. A championship Thursday, if you will. The NBA Finals begins tonight. The Golden State Warriors back into the ship for the sixth time in the last eight years. The Boston Celtics here for the first time in 12 seasons. A big preview coming your way for everything you need to know for the NBA Championship Series. But right now, the focus is on Major League Baseball. And our focus on the National League East. The Braves get a win yesterday. The Phillies finally get a win yesterday. But neither team makes up any ground in the National League East standings and certainly not in the odds board as well. Take a look at the price for the New York Mets. Minus 410. Greater than $4. A favored number to win their division. Again, we're less than two months in to this Major League Baseball season. But the Mets are the first team in the bigs to win 30 five games this year 35 and 17 is the record for new york after a sixth straight victory yesterday beating the washington nationals five nothing so the mets now have a 10 and a half game lead over the braves who have that second best price in the nl east as you saw at plus 500 a 12 and a half game lead over the philadelphia phillies who sit in third in that division at 13 to 1 because the mets keep winning baseball games shutting out the nats yesterday putting up five more runs a five nothing win again the mets the first team in all of major league baseball to win 35 games this year 35 and 17 straight up 32 and 20 on the run line the second best run line record in all of the majors the mets are playing great baseball and this is huge for new york why because as you look at that minus 410 price for the mets to win the national league east they're doing all of this without tyler mcgill max scherzer and jacob Degrom. if they can keep this cushion the mets are going to factor into the national league pennant race without a doubt we come back on the morning after on the other side of the break where they look at the american league in major league baseball that's up next sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com Back right here on the morning after live on this Thursday on Sports Grid. Sirius XM Channel 159. All across the Sports Grid Network. I am Ben Stevens. A focus on the National League East in the NL in our opening segment going around Major League Baseball. The day and the night that was. Tons of day baseball yesterday. A little bit more day baseball on your Thursday as well. Let's flip it over to the American League now, where a great game happened last night in Texas between the Rangers and the Rays. The Rays losing the first two games of this four-game set on the road in Texas, but rally yesterday for a 4-3 victory, the game-winning run in the top of the 11th, 
and they win in extras, 4-3, to three, that final once again. So the Rays losing the first two games of this series, booked as a slight favorite yesterday, and they get the win. But here's the story I want to paint for you about the Texas Rangers, because if you haven't been paying attention, the Rangers did a lot this offseason in acquiring Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager and adding to their roster. There was some optimism. Maybe Texas could factor in the American League West, maybe make a run to the AL wildcard. Well, the Rangers are 24 and 25 straight up after the loss yesterday. Not terrible by any means starting off this Major League Baseball season, but really where the profitability is on Texas is on the run line. Booked as a run line underdog yesterday against the Tampa Bay Rays, and they cover only losing by that one run, 4-3 to three the final in extras. Texas has now covered on the run line in three straight games, in seven of the Rangers' last eight games, and in fact, the Rangers now have the best run line record in all of the bigs. 31-18 and 18 on that run line for a team that is 24-25 and 25 straight up. That's pretty darn good. And as an underdog, of which they were at home yesterday, Texas 24-11 and 11 on the run line when booked as an underdog this year. But the Rays are starting to round into form after a slow start through the first couple of weeks of the Major League Baseball season. Tampa now 29-21 and 21 straight up, five and a half games behind the New York Yankees for that top spot in the American League East. The Toronto Blue Jays have now won seven straight games as well. They are five games back of the Yanks at the top of the AL East as well. So that American League East that we all expected to be so good and so competitive entering this Major League Baseball season, starting to look a little bit more like what we hoped for before the year got underway. And do not forget Tampa Bay. The Rays have been the number one overall seed in the American League postseason picture each of the past two seasons. The Yankees and the Angels were supposed to get underway with a series yesterday, but rained out in the Bronx. So we get two today on this Thursday, starting relatively early, around 1 p.m. Eastern time, first pitch for a great pitching matchup between the Yanks and the Halos today inside Yankee Stadium. It is going to be Shohei Otani for Los Angeles, and it is nasty Nestor Cortez for the Yanks. It's not often when Shohei Otani is starting a baseball game on the mound for the Angels that they're booked as an underdog, but on the road in New York against the Yankees, always a favored public price. It's the Yanks at around minus 130 as a home money line favorite today. Nasty Nestor, Nestor Cortez, the mustachioed man, the second best ERA in all of MLB. 1.70 to start this year for Nestor Cortez, the lefty on the bump starting today for the pinstripes. On the other side, Shohei Otani, 3-3 three and three this year, a 3-4-5 ERA. Shohei, double-digit strikeouts in three of his last six starts, seven or more in four of his last six starts as well. But the Angels need to start figuring out some wins here. They have lost... Six straight games, now just 27 and 23 straight up, which is big because when you look at the American League West, the Astros keep winning baseball games. Although people want to root against Houston, all the Astros do is win. Four straight victories for Houston, rallying yesterday, scoring four runs in the top half of the ninth inning in Oakland to knock off the A's. A Jordan Alvarez bases-clearing three-run RBI double puts the Astros ahead for good. They beat the A's, winning their fourth straight game. So the Astros now have a five-and-a-half game lead in that American League West. We told you the Mets were minus 410. Well, the second-best odds to win any division in all of baseball, that would be Houston. 
minus 400 right now to win the American League West. As you look at the Angels, again, losers of six straight games, plus 350 in that division. Just about this time, maybe a week and a half, two weeks ago, it was the Astros still in odds on minus money category, but at minus 170 with the Angels closing in at plus 210. Now that's plus 350, the price on Los Angeles and Houston. Once more, minus 400 to win the American League West division. But it's a great matchup in the Bronx today on the mound. Nestor Cortez, 11 to 1, tied for the fifth best odds to win the American League Cy Young. Shohei Otani, 18 to 1 to win the AL Cy Young, tied for the seventh best odds as well and Shohei is booked as your betting favorite at plus 220 to win the American League MVP so tons of star power in this series between the Halos and the Bronx Bombers certainly Justin Verlander who got the start yesterday for Houston did not get the win but did get the start he is your favorite to win the American League Cy Young so a big matchup today in the Bronx between the Yankees and the Angels once again it's Nestor Cortez on one side Shohei Otani on the other for the first of two that we will see today inside Yankee Stadium. So the Astros playing really good baseball. The Yankees, the best winning percentage in the bigs at .694. So it should be no surprise. The Yanks are the favorites to win the American League pennant right now. Plus 280, that price on New York, but only a dollar behind is where you find the Houston Astros at plus 380 as well. As you continue to look through the American League, the Blue Jays playing better baseball, as we mentioned, winners of seven straight games, plus 470. And although the Angels have lost six straight, and although those odds in the American League West have worked strongly in favor of Houston, the Angels still the fourth best odds to win the AL pennant at plus 850. Chicago, 9-1. to one. The White Sox, the second best odds to begin the year, now down a little bit as well. And again, please keep an eye on the Rays all season long. It is never going to be sexy. It is never going to be the hype or the promise of the Yankees or the Angels or the Astros or the Blue Jays. But the Rays will always be there, plus 950, the sixth best price right now to win the American League pennant. Now we go quickly back to the National League. Something weird happened yesterday I mean very weird the Dodgers at home got swept by the Pirates the Buccos winning three straight games in Los Angeles over the past three days Pittsburgh in the first two games of this series booked as a greater than two and a half dollar underdog the Dodgers were greater than 330 as a money line favorite in both of the opening two games of this set against Pittsburgh yesterday even minus 245 with Mitch White getting the start for LA and it's Pittsburgh getting the win yesterday to complete the sweep over the Dodgers eight to four the final at Chavez Ravine crazy stuff happening for the Dodgers congratulations to our associate producer Jack Weinberger a big Pittsburgh Pirates fan said he was going to come into the studio today wearing full garb I'm talking cleats baseball pants everything for a Pittsburgh Pirates uniform did not do any of that he is a fraud Pittsburgh though not necessarily a fraud they have beat the Dodgers now in both of the series they have played against Los Angeles this year they've won five of the six games against the Dodgers including that sweep yesterday the Dodgers have lost five series overall this season in Major League Baseball nearly two months in to this MLB campaign four of those five series losses against Colorado Arizona and now two straight against the Pittsburgh Pirates very very intriguing stuff but it's not overly concerning necessarily for the Dodgers maybe playing slightly down to their competition 
but still one of the best records in all of the bigs. The second best record in the National League. Minus 290, the price on the Dodgers to win the National League West. Very heavy odds on favorites across the NL right now. The Dodgers minus 290 in the NL West. That's actually the worst odds of any of the three divisions in the National League right now to win that divisional title. The Brewers are minus 340 in the National League Central. A very interesting price given how short the gap is between St. Louis and Milwaukee. And as we showed you earlier, the Mets, the best odds to win any division in all of Major League Baseball, minus 410 in the NL East. All right, it is time. Game number one of the NBA Finals. Brian Fonseca joins for the preview next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It starts tonight, the NBA Finals. The Boston Celtics back into the championship series for the first time in the last 12 years. The Golden State Warriors in a very familiar spot. Back inside the NBA Finals for the sixth time in the last eight seasons. It begins in San Francisco on this Thursday. We break it down now live on the morning after on SportsGrid and Sirius XM Channel 1. 59. I am Ben Stevens, joined by FanDuel's Brian Fonseca for two consecutive segments today. Why two straight segments? Well, we look into game number one, the opening game of the NBA Finals tonight from the game spread, the game total, and all of the props your little heart could desire. But we also need to go big picture in the NBA Finals series prices and where the value is as we enter game number one this evening. Brian Fonseca, how excited are you? The NBA Finals finally begin tonight. Finally, and yet it feels like the season went by pretty quickly, which is weird mm. because it started very, not early in October, the preseason did, but it was mid-October, so we've been at this for about eight months, but this is crazy that we're at the finals already. We are at the finals. Again, game one tonight in the Bay. San Francisco, the site a four-point spread in favor of the Golden State Warriors. It worked up from three and a half in that opening number. Now sits at four, live on the FanDuel Sportsbook. The total up by a point as well to 212 and a half. Brian, a four-point spread in favor of Golden State. That total at 212 in a hook. What is your overall approach to game number one tonight? I, I mean, look, we've seen weirder things happen before, and I always like to say when it comes to series, game one, it's just where weird stuff happens because we've yep. seen in a lot of instances, you can go back to, you know, Lakers versus Sixers where Allen Iverson has the big game one and then the rest of the series is a gentleman's sweep. You can go back to a bunch of series that looked that way that happened in the finals uh, where LeBron won his first championship and they played the Oklahoma City Thunder. They lost game one. People were freaking out. Oh, my God, LeBron's going to lose again. And then they win the next four. Stuff like that always happens. And in this instance... There's a rust versus rest sort of debate if you really want to get into that. Um, for the Celtics, they've had a few days. So it's not quite like the New York Rangers and the Tampa Bay Lightning where yeah. the Rangers had like a day's rest and then they go, they have to be back at their home in MSG and then they absolutely slaughter the Lightning yesterday, 6-2. to 
yes, I was watching hockey last night. And, <laughs> you know, there's this thing where, like, the Warriors, they had, they've had more time to rest. They got done with the, the Dallas Mavericks fairly early. And mm-hmm. in terms of physicality, the Celtics were in a way more physical series with the Miami Heat last series. So I have a hard time seeing the Celtics winning game one. So I feel comfortable taking the Warriors here. And I feel comfortable taking the minus four, even though I absolutely hate betting NBA spreads because just the variance and you don't know. And then there's just so many blowouts this year, especially in the playoffs. It's not just the regular season. But for me, this is one instance where I do feel comfortable with the Warriors and at minus four. The Warriors were favored in three of their five games against the Mavericks. Every game in San Francisco. Prior to that, in the opening two series for Golden State, favored in every single contest. Golden State favored in 14 of their 16 playoff games overall this postseason. And Golden State has covered in five of their last six games as well. Boston, meanwhile, as an underdog throughout this playoff run for the Seas, very, very good. Six and one against the number. Five of those six covers outright wins. The money line looks very similar entering game number one right now as it does to the series price overall. It's minus 168 for Golden State just to win outright tonight in game one. It's plus 142 for the Celtics, minus 160 for the Warriors in the series price, plus 135 on Boston. But also, Brian, we look at that opening half. A strong start, perhaps, for either one of those two teams, where the rest versus Russ debate might rear its ugly head. The Warriors minus 152 on that first half money line price right now. The Celtics plus 124. Golden State all year long averaging 57 points per game in the first. Boston a little bit less than 54 and a half points per game in that opening half. If it is rest versus rust, what do you expect to see in the opening two quarters tonight? Well, look, the variables here are just, I feel like they're all over the place because I could see a world where the Warriors just sort of struggle a little bit out the gate, don't really get it going until the second quarter. And, excuse me, the Celtics have them in the mud early in like the first quarter. And, you know, I could also see it the other way where the Warriors are just blowing their doors off right away, just hot from three on their home floor back in the finals for the first time in a few years. And... I could see them taking advantage of that. So I don't know. I would feel obviously more comfortable here taking that Warriors number because seeing the Celtics, I don't think the Celtics are going to win this game. I do think they're going to be competitive in the series. I don't think they're going to win this game. I don't think they're going to win this half. So that would surprise me a little bit. Obviously, the value there is better with the Celtics, but that's not something that I'd be looking at. And I think there's this misnomer um, amongst casual, casual observers that think that, you know, this is offense versus defense. Don't get it twisted. The Golden State Warriors are a very good defensive team. And that's really why, even with Kevin Durant, without Kevin Durant, like why they've been on this run is because they've been very good defensively. They had the number one defensive rating during the regular season in the NBA. Number one over the Boston Celtics, over everybody else in the league, allowed the third fewest points. They had a top three. These are both two top three defenses. And I think the other one's probably the Miami Heat something along those lines. They had a great, you know, uh, fifth best net rating in the NBA this season, I think uh, plus 5.6. And what they do well is they force a lot of turnovers. If you notice in the playoffs, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown in particular, turning the ball over a lot. They're combining for over seven turnovers per game. And Golden State's going to be able to feed off of that because they force you 
to make these errant passes and they try to rush you with things like that with their pressure. And Steph Curry, there's a misnomer about him being a poor defender. That dude tries really hard and he understands how to defend within their scheme. He's not Marcus Smart necessarily, right? But he is somebody who's going to be active, active hands defensively. We're going to see a couple games where he has four or five steals perhaps because of his activity on defense. So I think that people need to realize like, while Boston's offense is, you know, could be in the mud sometimes despite their top end talent with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, the Warriors are also really good defensively and that's going to be a pain for them to solve too. And although the C's, and rightfully so, get all the credit on the defensive end, the last two series have not featured a three-point shooting team quite like the Golden State Warriors. So as we look at the biggest stars of this series and on display for this opening night of the NBA Finals, Brian, the odds to be the leading scorer tonight, that favored price, Jason Tatum, plus 140 right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook. His points prop, 28 in a hook. Only one point behind that. The second best odds to be the leading scorer in game number one tonight. On the other side, of course, in Stephen Curry, plus 175. So 28 and a half is the points prop for Jason Tatum. 27 and a half is the points prop for Steph Curry. Hard to handicap a game one performance out of either of these bigger stars, but who goes off, Brian Fonseca, for more points tonight in San Francisco? Well, I would expect to see Golden State throw a lot of different things at Jason Tatum. I think particularly we will see at some point Draymond Green guard him, and then once Mm. that happens, good luck with that Jason Tatum. So I feel comfortable taking Jason Tatum's under. I even look to see if I can get more value like Jason Tatum under 25 and a half as an alternate uh, prop. And that was at plus 164. So that was something that was interesting to me, um, which I might take a stab at. But, you know, Jalen Brown, I'm just staying away because he tends to get hot from three just randomly sometimes. So I'm just not even going to try it. But Tatum is somebody that I feel like Golden State is really going to throw a lot at him in this game. Not everything. Obviously, you're not going to unveil your entire game plan. But I think that he's just going to see a lot of different coverages and things that are going to just piss him off. And in terms of Steph Curry, I'd probably feel more comfortable him taking over. And the plus 180, I think, is good value for him to be the leading scorer. However, I've been watching, like, Clay Thompson recently. I feel like he, he's getting it back a little bit. And I mm. think, I don't know if it's game one, but I do think he has one or two games because this is the first time he's been in the finals in a while, too. And the last time we saw him play before this season was in the NBA Finals. So he's obviously got a ton of experience here. But him... At plus 1,400 to lead game one in scoring, which is interesting because, like, you would figure he doesn't. There's a reason why that number is so high. But if you think Clay Thompson is going to get hot from three, that's something that's an interesting bet to me. And his over, if you you think he is, you might as well pair that with over three and a half threes because you're going to get that at plus 108 at the time of this recording. So Clay Thompson going off is an interesting bet to me. I feel like he's some, I don't know when it's going to be. It's tough to predict with shooters but you know that clay thompson is going to try to bring it and i could see this game one being a clay thompson game so i might sprinkle a little bit very little bit on that uh plus 1400 fonseca finding you the value for the nba finals in game number one clay thompson the leading scorer for all players in game five against the mavericks 32 points eight of 16 from deep so you mentioned clay you mentioned Jalen Brown on the other side for Boston. The X factors that we might see tonight in Andrew Wiggins, Marcus Smart, all the other rotational players 
for either Boston or Golden State? Maybe not just tonight, Brian, but who do you expect to have the biggest X-factor side throughout this NBA Finals? Only 30 seconds left in this segment. I think Marcus Smart's going to be very active. I think Jordan Poole is going to be uh, is going to surprise some people. I think Andrew Wiggins, if he could just do what he did last series and maybe hit more threes, because he was good against the Dallas Mavericks, particularly on a defensive mm. end, they're going to need that. So there are some things that I like that uh, they can do, but yeah, I, I like I, I think that Wiggins will come through a little bit because he he has a very good understanding of like just Golden State Warriors basketball, and I think that he's going to be able to exploit that and find some spots to contribute in this series. So much more value to find for the NBA Finals. Fonseca is back, and so are we. Up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Golden State Warriors, a four-point favorite in game number one of the NBA Finals in San Francisco tonight. Welcome back to the morning after on this Thursday live right here on SportsGrid in Sirius XM Channel 159. I am Ben Stevens, joined by Brian Fonseca from FanDuel for a second consecutive segment as we looked at game number one, and we'll continue to mix that in as we look at the NBA Finals series value Overall, Fonseca, in that series price right now, the Golden State Warriors are the favored side. Minus 160 for the Dubs to win the NBA championship outright. Plus 135 is that number for the Boston Celtics, booked as the series underdog. When you look at the series pricing, do you agree with those numbers that you see on both sides for the Dubs and for the Seas? Yeah, I just think the Warriors have a better balance they're not as good defensively but as we touched on before the break they're very good defensively they're elite defensively and they're also one of the best offenses in the league so yes i'm down with this number i was a little surprised that espn had their study that said that oh the celtics well i was surprised and then i wasn't surprised we can get into that another day but um <laughs> how the celtics had like a 80 86 chance of winning the series yeah. and i'm like saw that I, I just don't see that the warriors also have home court which is important, I feel like, to note. So, you know, they're going to get the first two games at home. They're going to get a potential Game 5 and a potential Game 7 at home. And while the Celtics were very good on the road against the Miami Heat, I just think the Golden State Warriors, with respect to the Miami Heat, because you know I love that team and what they stand for, but they're not the Golden State Warriors. So I think that Golden State should be favored in the series. As soon as this was uh, – as soon as the they – defeated the Miami Heat last series. I tweeted out Warriors in six. So far, that's what I'm sticking to. I think that the Celtics get a couple games. Um, I toyed with Warriors in five. I toyed toyed with Warriors in seven. So I just feel most comfortable landing in the middle and going with Warriors in six at the moment. All right, so that is the series prediction for the Golden State Warriors to win in six games out of the mouth of FanDuel's Brian Fonseca. The most likely outcome on the FanDuel Sportsbook right now, Golden State in seven games, that's plus 350. The Dubs in five, that is plus 430, the second best price in the series correct score market. But what if, for whatever reason, Brian, we went to the alternate universe? We found a different way of looking at this series. You said you toyed with the Warriors in five. 
that would be Golden State covering a two and a half game spread from that alternate spread perspective for this NBA final series. That's plus 290 right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Where do you see this series going in maybe an alternate look? Could there be a world where Golden State wins rather quickly or maybe even Boston shocking us all and winning this in four or five games? I think there's a world that Boston could win this, sure. Um, it's mm. just not, I don't know if I feel totally comfortable betting on it, given that, you know, I mean, if you look at it in totality, they beat a Nets team that I was never, and you know this because we talked about this all season, that I was never high on, absolutely ever. Right. Now they swept them, which is another thing, but I was never high on that Nets team. They, you know, got by the Milwaukee Bucks without Chris Middleton, which I think was a great series win. And the Celtics have been banged up as well to their credit. But I do think if Chris Middleton is simply there, that they probably lose that series. Then the Miami Heat got very banged up midway through where P.J. Tucker couldn't even finish the last game. And Jimmy Butler wasn't himself for three games because of the knee inflammation and had to gut it out at the end there. So it's like if Golden State Warrior, if Golden State is able to stay healthy, then i mean and that's the key right health is the big thing in all of this as we've determined this playoffs last playoffs probably every playoffs ever you need to be healthy and you need to have a little bit luck on your injury report which is important to know because golden state you know they have a few guys questionable today but one of them gary payton uh gary payton second i almost called him gary payton jr i think that's somebody else gary payton second he is supposed to be back for this series and he's questionable for game one so he may in fact play and that's pretty significant because that's one of their best perimeter defenders, one of the best perimeter defenders on earth. And Gary Payton the second is somebody that you can throw at basically any perimeter player on the Boston Celtics. I'd probably throw him on Jalen Brown uh, at times. I'd probably throw him on Marcus Smart at times. Like, whatever. Like, you can just switch it up with him, right? And especially because Jalen Brown, for some reason, like, can't handle the ball, which is weird. But, yeah, I think Warriors minus two and a half is interesting because of the value that you get there. You could take a shot at that. I, the Celtics, if they win, like, is it going to be anything but 4-2 is my question. So that would be my right. hesitance. Like, even if I'm a super Celtics optimist, Celtics minus 1.5 at plus 210, I think the value should almost be higher than that because I think Golden yeah. State, you know, being not a heavy favorite but a, a favorite, like, yeah, I, I have a tough time getting there in terms of this alternate reality. I'm probably closer getting to Warriors minus 2.5 though I'm not sure that that's going to happen either. But you could take a shot at it because the value is so good. Yeah, the alternate spreads are interesting, right? If you think Boston wins in six, season six, not a wild prediction by any means, that's plus mm -hmm. 440 on the FanDuel Sportsbook. It's the third most likely outcome in the series correct score market. So pretty much for Boston laying a game and a half, it means six or less. Are they going to sweep? Are they going to win in five on the road in San Francisco? Probably not. So why not take the plus 440 for Boston to win in six? I would rather look at the series correct score market, match it up with a relatively easy thing to say, like dubs in seven, Boston in six, whatever it might be, and find your price and your value from that perspective. As we go to the total games, Brian, there is seven games is the most likely outcome in that market, plus 185, but six games is only five cents of difference at plus 190. How does this series go the distance? How do we see seven games? What will be that key matchup that gets us a seven-game series in the NBA Finals? 
I mean, it's tough because we just got done with an Eastern Conference Finals where a lot of us picked seven games and we were all wrong about how we got there. Every single one of us. Because nobody thought that, oh, all the road team, or not all the road teams, but, you know, the road teams are going to have more success than the home teams in this series. Then on top of that, the Celtics are going to be up 3-2 and everybody's going to be, you know, ready to coronate them uh, at game six on their home floor. And then Jimmy Butler does does that. He does the LeBron game six from 2012 in Boston, but a little bit better, in my opinion. Mm. And then in game seven, the Celtics leading the entire way, almost having epic collapse. And like, we just don't know what's going to happen like in this series. But I will say like, in terms of getting to seven games, I mean, the pathway is probably the Warriors winning these first two at home. Mm. splitting in Boston and then Boston has to rally back and try to tie the series at three, three. And that's where it gets tough because it's like, if I'm going through that roadmap, it's like, all right, I have two, two old warriors then they split in Boston. So then it's three, one, and then Boston wins game five. And then the warriors close it out in Boston. See where that's where it gets difficult. Or maybe they split in golden state. Like it's tough. It's tough to say. So especially in these playoffs where it feels like once a game gets out of hand, Early on, it's over. The one team historically that we've seen recently, the one team where that's not always true about is the Golden State Warriors, except for that one game in Memphis where they lost by like 50 points, which is crazy. But they're a team like when they're down 20, you just feel like the run is coming. Steph Curry, Mm -hmm. A. Thompson, Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins when he's, you know, taking some threes and got it going from three. So it's going to be very tough. And Boston is a team like they've, they've just struggled to hold on against non-Golden State Warrior teams. So mm-hmm. I think that's where it gets a little dicey. And that's, and that's where you can talk yourself into, instead of going seven, you could talk yourself into five games and it being plus 250 uh, and you taking those odds. Because if you're a Warriors optimist, like you can see like, oh, okay, maybe they're not dominating this series, but there are going to be windows where they can sort of come back and, you know, make this make this a series and build these comebacks. And then on top of that, the Warriors also, they make a lot of mistakes. So those are things that the Celtics could capitalize on defensively because they're loose with the ball and turn the ball over a lot sometimes. So this, this really go either way is the point. There's two really good trends here, in my opinion, for Boston that might force this to seven and certainly will affect how we see the first three games split of this NBA Finals. Boston has yet to lose back-to-back games throughout this NBA postseason run, and the C's on the road outright 7-2 and two throughout this postseason. 7-2 and two straight up on the road this year in the postseason for the Boston Celtics. So as we look at game number one tonight, again, the Warriors, a four-point favorite. The expectation, Golden State can at least win outright, which sets up game number two. If Boston's 7-2 and two on the road, has yet to lose back-to-back games this postseason, Brian. Do you believe the Celtics can win one away from home in San Francisco to start the NBA Finals? Yeah, and game two would probably be the one, right? Like, there's a, there's a world where I could see Golden State just sort of not running away with it in, like, a blowout situation, but, like, you know, they win this game by double digits, probably, like, 12, 13 points or something like that. We come back to game two, Boston's refocused. Ime Udoka's been awesome. In the playoffs in the regular season too because obviously they had that big turnaround they make their defensive adjustments maybe the warriors just can't get it going and then boston grinds one out in game two like i could see a world where that happens and we have a, you know the series correct score after three games i feel like the betting favorite there is uh warriors you know up 
two one after three games plus one thirty. I feel like there's still pretty good value there. Like that's where I'm leading. I'm leading Warriors two one. I don't know whether they win. And if I take that bet, whether they win the two games in San Francisco and then lose one in Boston or whether they split at home and then win one on the road, like, I don't care because I would want to get that 2-1, right? But that's where I see the series going. Like, it's, it's just a smart bet, especially when you're talking about the home team. Um, some people may go Warriors 3-0. I'm not. And Celtics up 2-1. That's not a bad bet either. So yeah. I think that at some – and that's a, that's a difficult thing about picking Warriors in six is that the Celtics – have not lost back-to-back games in the playoffs yet. And in order for the Warriors to win in six, that's going to have to happen at some point. But mm-hmm. trends are made to be broken. And I do think that the Warriors are a team, like they're the ones who would, you know, get in the way of that, I feel like. And if Chris Middleton were healthy and if the Heat were healthy, maybe that would have already happened, but they weren't. And if Golden State could remain healthy, I do think that they should be able to beat the Celtics back-to-back uh, in back-to-back games at some point, And then that could potentially swing the series no not could would potentially swing the series in their direction it's going to be so interesting to see based on that split right the 2-1 split either in favor of Golden State or Boston what that game three spread looks like inside TD Garden because either of those prices gives you an opportunity for the money line hedge come game three we would expect the Celtics to be a favorite at home unless something crazy happens heading into game three probably around this number the Golden State's favored by tonight three and a half, four points when we get to game number three back in Beantown. It's also very interesting, Brian, from that individual perspective. Jason Tatum is the favorite to be the series leading scorer right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook, but it's Steph Curry, the odds-on minus money favorite to win the NBA Finals MVP. Can you correlate those two markets, the series leading scorer with the NBA Finals MVP, or will it matter most, obviously, who wins the Larry O'Brien Trophy? Yeah, I mean, just that in basketball, we know points aren't everything. Like, just because you average a ton of points doesn't mean you're going to be impactful in terms of winning, as we've seen with players, you know, throughout history. Um, And with Steph Curry, he, in particular, is going to have the narrative on his side. And awards in the NBA are narrative awards. And people are waiting for Steph Curry to get that finals MVP. So it doesn't matter if Klay Thompson plays a little bit better, Andrew Wiggins, whatever. And I'm expecting Steph Curry to really earn that Finals MVP. But what, I'm, what if I'm also saying is that they'll figure out a way to get him Finals MVP, even if he struggles a little bit and the Warriors win this series. What a breakdown from Brian Fonseca from FanDuel. Thank you very much. We round out our one next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. So that was your full-blown breakdown of everything that you need to know. The props, the game spread, and total for game number one tonight, and the series value in the NBA Finals between the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics. We round out our number one of the morning after live on this Thursday on SportsGrid right here, right now, by hearing from you. Your thoughts about game number one. Once again, it's the Dubs, a four-point home favorite on the opening night of the NBA Finals, a total that has moved up by a point to 2-12.5 on the FanDuel Sportsbook. What's the best bet 
for NBA Finals game number one. What do you have to say about it? Let's find out in Fade the Public. So the four options that we have that could be a best bet in your opinion for game number one between Golden State and Boston, the Celtics to cover as a four-point road underdog, Golden State to cover as a four-point home favorite, the over of that total at 212 and a half, or maybe taking an under of 212 and a hook as well. Right now, the public going with the home team, not only to win, but to cover a four-point spread. Nearly 46% of the public on this poll at SportsGrid TV on Twitter saying the best bet for tonight, the opening night of the NBA Finals, the Dubs laying four at home. The Celtics plus four, also 26%, the second most selected option of this fade, the public poll. Again, the trend perspectives that you need to know. Golden State favored in 14 of their 16 playoff games. They have covered in five of their last six. Boston as an underdog, sensational in this postseason run six and one against the spread five of those six covers outright wins plus 142 that money line price on the seas this total of 212 and a half is actually the lowest golden state has seen all postseason long in fact it's the highest for boston in their last eight games a defensive battle in that seven game series in the eastern conference finals against the heat plenty more to come from the nba finals in hour number two which is up next here on the morning after following a sports grid news update from alex fasano